Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome. You're listening to the Golf Under Par podcast. As the title suggests, on the Gov, we talk about all things relating to golf performance, so you can golf under par. While listening, you'll hear discussion on all facets of golf, physical, mental, and whatever else will make you a better golfer. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy McCullough. I'm a golfer myself, as well as a physical therapist and strength coach. Let's take this journey together to golf under par. Thank you for listening. Now let's dive in. Hey, Gupster. So for this podcast, this episode, got Damon Whitfield on here. He's a physical therapist in northern Michigan at Harbor Springs Physical Therapy. He's the owner of that. It's mobile practice, also does some telehealth. Uh, so if you're in that area uh, looking for some help, whether you're you a runner or, or a golfer, he does a little bit of both there. And if you guys have any questions for him, reach him, reach out to him. And this was done in my Facebook group, so that's why I don't have a good intro. So I wanted to add this in there for, for you guys so you know who, who you're listening to. Thank you for listening. Hey, everybody. So welcome to what I think I'm going to call Wednesday Wisdom. All right. I don't know. We'll see what it works. Um, but got Damon here. He's going to be talking to us a little bit about, about back pain. Okay. So we're going to specifically talking a little bit more about acute back pain and while you're playing playing around a golf or or shortly thereafter so if you guys got any questions comment below we'll see them uh and we'll try to address them and answer those questions we got one or two that i've gotten from from people previously now i got a time ticker so maybe now we are officially live i don't know all right anyways let's start over real fast so (laughs) wednesday wisdom with damon we're gonna talk back pain all right so, Damon, why don't you just give us a brief little uh, snippet about what you do, your practice, uh, experience with golf. So, uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate uh, being here and getting to talk to everybody. Uh, my name is Damon Whitfield. I am a physical therapist. I'm up in Harbor Springs, Michigan. So I'm way, let's see where we do this. I'm way, way up here if you use the little hand analogy, way up here or over here. I'm about 30 minutes from the bridge to go to the Upper Peninsula. Um, I'm a mobile uh, physical therapist and do personal training. Uh, we have a big resort community up here during the summer, and that's when I see a lot of my golfers up here, um, people that are from all over the place in the winter, and they come up here in the in the summer and play. So I've got six, eight weeks to work with them while they're up here. Some of them we do some performance stuff. Some of them I'm just kind of bouncing years on call to – treat something that happens. I've done some clinics for groups and uh, groups of golfers that have come in for weekends to uh, play and we do some body mechanic, mobility training, things like that. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So the, um, like we said, we were talking a little pain here. We're talking back pain more specifically about kind of an acute pain. If you get it when you're playing around or after the round, 
So why don't we start off with what are, I guess, first thing, what's some common things that you find um, in golfers that kind of correlate with, with back pain? Well, probably the number one thing is not not warming up and uh, stretching properly. Uh, everybody just wants to go out, go to the driving range, get a couple of swings in with a couple of clubs, take the club over their shoulders, do a couple of twists, and off they go. And then by the time they make the turn, they're hurting. Do what? I said, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, <laughs> I have been too. I have been too. Um, so having a, a good pre-programmed stretching and mobility – and I know you've done you've done some stuff in the group, and you've got some some programs set for people to work on. So that's fantastic. But I I like to do kind of a um, like get the most bang for your buck. So working in lots of different um, joints and mobility stuff at one time. So you get the shoulders and the back and the hips and the legs, a lot of movement at one time. So you can get that you can get through that before you get out and play. But you get everything loosened up. It's not just about the low back, you've got to make sure the hips are good, the shoulders are good, the upper spine is good, and you've loosened that up and gotten that properly warmed up so you don't have an injury uh, while you're playing or hurt after you're playing. All right. All right. So any any specific exercise that you'd like to share with us on on that warm-up? You know, kind of walk us through that? Uh, yeah, so if I can... Stand up. Uh, you can just talk about it if you can't find a good space or whatnot. But yes, uh, yeah, kind of in a corner here. <laughs> um, so you stand up, you get your feet staggered, so one foot's in front of the other. Find my camera here. Club overhead, and you're just leaning forward and bending over to the your front leg. You're leaning back. And by doing that, leaning into that front bent leg, and I can do a video for this later, post in the group if you want to. Um, you lean over, you're kind of you're stretching the back, you're stretching the front hip, you're loading the back of the leg, you get to stretch the shoulders, you lean back, you're leaning your back backwards, open up the front of the hip, in that same position with your feet, uh, one foot in front of the other, and you kind of go sideways, both ways like that, and then turning like that with the club. And by doing that with your feet in that staggered position, you <clears throat> you're loading a little differently and you put a little different stress on the spine and the shoulders and the hips. You go through those same three motions, the front to back, the sideways and the rotation. So a lot of golfers and um, coaches and trainers, therapists, they talk about working through all three planes of motion. So we're trying to warm up and stretch through all three planes motion, front to back, side to side, and rotation. So if you do that with both of those feet staggered, you get to work through everything through the full golf swing, whether you're right or left-handed, it doesn't really doesn't really matter. You get the same thing both ways. And you do a couple of those. I usually have people do five or 10 of them nice and slow and do two sets on each side. And you're, I mean, it usually takes three, four minutes to do and you're you're good to go. And then you can get out there and swing around and start getting start getting into ready to play but it's good to do on a general basis as well yeah yeah so are you with your feet staggered are you trying to maintain more stable on the lower body as the upper body so like more just spinal movement or nope. are you I, let, the I let everything i let everything move um you kind of lean into the front the front leg if i can 
Yeah, I got to stand up here. I'll take my hands so we can see. You still hear me okay? Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. So we get uh, one foot forward, one foot back. So you lean into the front leg and then lean back like that. And having that staggered stance, you get to shift side to side and then rotate. And by doing that with your hips in the varied positions, you're leaning down here. So you're loading this front leg. So you're going to load this hip, which you've got to work your hip and golf as well. But you're stretching out the back leg. And then when you come back, you get to stretch out the whole front of your core and stretch out the front of the hip. When you go you go sideways, you poke your hip out, you stretch your shoulders the one way, and then the rotation. And you can see you get you get a lot of a lot of movement without having to change positions. You've got that same foot position. You get to work through all three planes of motion without any real without any big uh, changes in body position. Kind of that bigger bang for your buck thing. Yeah. That's cool. I've never done the stagger stance. I do, you know, something similar like that when I warm up. Um, but I like that stagger stance to include the a little more hip rotation there and, and loading the front and back leg. Cool. Uh, do you recommend that before hitting balls, like at the at the range, if you're going to play warm up that way too? Or Yeah, I mean, it's hmm. everybody's got their own little nuance with like a runner. Runners like some people like to stretch and then do a little mobility work. Some people like to just walk and warm up to a run. Some people don't stretch at all, which we're not going to talk about those people. Um, <clears throat> that'd be me sometimes. Um, but so you need to do some type of warm up and mobility work. You don't want to stretch a cold muscle, but most golfers aren't hopping right out of bed and going right to the course. They've been up doing something. So their body's warm enough. So running through these stretches before you go out to the range is usually pretty good. I have some people do it on the range you know, some people have their their routine they follow. So they've got to go, they've got to work backwards through their bag once, and then they go do the mobility stuff, and then they sit down and stretch. That's fine. As long as you incorporate that somewhere, it's gonna be it's gonna be beneficial. Cool. Cool. So let's um then let's talk about uh what are some so pain during a round. Like let's say I go play around tomorrow and I start experiencing some some pain in my back. Um, thoughts or tips? You what? How do we manage that? Well, I mean, every everybody has low back pain. Everybody's had some kind of low back pain. Low back pain gets gets a bad rap. Not a bad rap. It is a bad rap. But it gets um, low back pain gets all kinds of low back pain gets lumped in together. It's kind of a trash can term. People that have sciatica, people that have a disc issue, a joint issue. Uh, muscle tightness and stiffness. The problem might be in their butt. It might be in their back. It might be from a core issue. It gets termed the low back pain because low back pain is your low back is where your center of gravity is. It's where everything comes together. Everything ties together uh, right around your belt buckle, kind of straight through and around. And a lot of times the reason you have low back pain can be from a lot of different things. You have faulty mechanics. You really come up when you swing. You always come down and rotate. So you're always putting constant stress in one area and it's a muscle fatigue. Um, you could be compressing the joint 
and you've got some arthritis back there, you're doing a lot of extension or a lot of forward flexion where you're bent over and it's pushing on the disc. So there's a lot of different reasons for the low back pain. And, you know, you've got to force them. All four of you have low back pain. All four could be for different, could be from different reasons. And, you know, you're not just going to take somebody's drugs because they give them to you because it worked for me. Not everybody's low back pain is the same and not everything's going to work the same for them. Um, so, it, you know, you have to determine what the problem is. In general, you're bent over the ball. So that's a flexion movement. You're more of you as forward than back. So there's going to be stress on your low back in general. So the more forward motion you're doing, you need to counter that with some extension. So I usually have most everybody in between holes to help, again, prevent some of this back pain. Hands on the hips and just lean back a couple of times um, after you swing, before you swing, whatever works for you. But a lot of times the general, somebody's stiff and they hurt during a round or after a round, it's because those muscles are trying to do more work than they should and they need to be stretched out. They need to kind of reposition everything in the back to take the pressure off. Yeah. Yeah. I often term that as like a reset for the back, you know, leaning back there and kind of resetting the, the nervous system and the muscles in that area to just kind of calm it back down and, and get it back to what, what it's normal is. And that's what the body's always trying to do is just get back to what's considered normal. Right. Yeah. Homeostasis. Yep. Yep. Um, cool. So that, that leaning back kind of between, between holes, since you're always hunched over, I mean, I think it's also applies for, for day-to-day life too. Right. And like everybody, how much sitting do we do in a day? Right. Yep. So. I, um, you know, I, I just, I did a little class for some, uh, uh, people that work in a barn work around horses a lot and they're sitting and doing stuff uh, either on the horse or off the horse. They're doing, uh, lifting and bending stuff, lifting up bales of hay and, buckets of water. I was telling them the same thing, like a reset, you've got to check in with yourself and get some more of that extension, get the opposite motion that you're doing. So you're bent over addressing that ball. Now all the golf pros and teachers and therapists are going to tell you as a golfer, you're not supposed to be rounded at the back. You've got to be, you know, you got to hip, you got to hinge from the hips and you got to work your butt and you got to position yourself addressed over the ball and weight in the heels and lean forward. There's lots of things to remember and your, your pro and your therapist and trainer in Arizona tells you something different than your therapist and pro and trainer in Florida and Michigan. And you got all these things going on, but all of us would agree resetting and just getting back to a neutral position is a great thing to do in general to help you kind of mitigate some of that back pain. Um, Back pain, back pain that you feel in the back and then you feel a shooting pain down a leg or into the butt or numbness and tingling. That's something we need to need to get a, you need to get looked at and you need to make sure you understand what the problem is. Uh, people talk about sciatica a lot and sciatica can be another one of those terms that kind of gets lumped in together a lot of different, a lot of different things, but it happens again, a lot with this flexion, you pull on a nerve. If you imagine a muscle stretching back and forth like that, 
muscles are elastic, nerves are not. If a muscle stretches this much, the nerves that correspond to that muscle stretch about that much. So the more you pull on that nerve, thinking that you're stretching a muscle, but you're irritating that nerve, that's why you constantly have to bend over and touch your toes, where you constantly have feel like you need to stretch your hamstrings. It's not the muscle that is the issue, it's a nerve. So a lot of times with that, again, that extension countering that motion helps with that. And I mean, you can do that easy during your, during your round. Okay. And does the, well, I get, let me first thoughts that I had is usually there's four things considered in, in improving, improving golfer that are, that are important for golf. You got the equipment, right? You got technique, you got mobility and you got power or strength, mm-hmm. right? Your ability to do those, those four things are kind of what, what makes up a golfer. And so, Obviously, if you have poor technique, you mentioned that can be putting your body through some crazy, crazy movement that it's not necessarily intended to do. Um, so if we have poor technique, you need to talk with a PGA professional to, to teaching professional to kind of clean that up, maybe, and to avoid all that stress on on that back. Um, and then you mentioned you know, okay, there's going to be a certain amount of mobility that you need, whether in the hips or, the, or in the back in itself in order for you to complete the swing um, as well. So I think it was kind of like two points there out of what makes a golfer out of the four things that kind of make up a, a golfer's ability and whatnot there. Uh, so we're going with the, the, the leaning back there for uh, radicular pain. What, what about the people that have, uh, that's not, not leaning back like that is not very comfortable for them. Any, any recommendations on that aspect? Yeah, so people that have people, uh, a lot of golfers have spinal stenosis and not just golfers, but a lot of people have that, but golfers have that. Spinal stenosis is a narrowing of the spinal canal where the spinal cord comes down, basically arthritis in the pipe, like a, like a plaque in the arteries that go to the heart. Um, and so you get, you get stiff. And you don't like that extension. That puts more pressure on the back. That's where you see the little old guy that's bent forward. A lot of times that's what he has. And that extension, you can't try it. You can't fix that. You can't make that better. You can't get that. The taller they stand, the more pressure that puts. So then you have to adapt to that. Um, And if that extension bothers you, you've got to find motions that feel better and accentuate those motions. So if it feels better to bend forward, make sure that you've got enough flexibility to allow that. So everything in the back isn't, isn't tight. So the whole crossing the leg over and pulling the knee up to the chest, the bending over and reaching down kind of diagonally to other sides to touch the, touch the toes. Those are the type of things to work on to make sure that's all stretched out so that it's not trying to tighten up whenever you're trying to, uh, be in your address position or during ball strike, follow through, whatever we're, whatever we're working on. Or daily life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, this all this, we, we adapt things a little bit to, uh, sports specific activities, but it's really daily life. I mean, I, I, I do a presentation for body mechanics and back safety. I give the basic same presentation to the nurses that I do to a roofer that I gave to the horse people yesterday. It's all about posture and position and how you interact with your environment. And it's the same basic principles. I have a a slide in my, um, 
in my presentation that I call grandma's tips. Grandma told you to sit up straight and lift with knees and not with your back. And everybody knows grandma's right. So <clears throat> same thing in golf. You gotta, you gotta have the basic, the basic, uh, principles and positions to make sure that you stay safe during your golf. Yeah. And there was one point that you uh, made during that with talking about, you know, there's several different reasons for why their back is hurting you. Um, so I think one, one of the key things we just want to address, you can try some of this that Dave was talking about that leaning back some of the, the warm-ups and see how that affects your, your play and if that helps you. But if that doesn't, seek out a healthcare provider to, to get that teased out because the, the biggest issue we see with most people is, okay, we try and all these things without really fully assessing what is actually going on. So um, just make sure that you know, if some of these tips don't, don't seem to help you, reach out to us. Uh, if, if we can't help you that way, then um, let's feel free to try to connect you with somebody that can help you in your area. So um, what about – how about like after a round, somebody that, you know, goes and plays around, feels pretty good playing during the round. And then kind of after the round starts back feeling, we'll say uh, tight or achy and, and starts bothering them. Any kind of like maybe recovery techniques or things that you would recommend to kind of offset that? Yeah. Depends on how much money you lost during the round. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of guys, they'll go and gals, they'll go straight from straight from the course to, the 19th hole or the restaurant or wherever, and they sit after you've been up and active and doing that. And then you go to get up and that's when you notice that your back hurts. It's not necessarily that it bothers you during the round, but then you go from activity, activity to nothing. It's like run a marathon and then go in and sit in a lazy boy. You go to get up, it's going to be stiff. You're, I mean, I'm stiff the next day anyway, after I have a run like that and I don't sit down I do go stretch so you can imagine not taking care of yourself afterwards so just like you warm up you want to have some type of cool down you can go through those same those same stretches that we did beforehand in the stagger stance with the club overhead and sideways and you can do a little you can do a little of that um, you're going to be a lot more flexible generally afterwards because you're warmed up and you're loosened up and then making sure that you don't immediately just quit all activity. Make sure you walk a little bit after you get home. To go through some of the some of the stretches, like I said, the the sitting with the knee up to the chest, and reach down and touch the floor, and reach back up overhead. Um, you know, icing and heat is really uh, it's really up to you as the individual. You know, a long time ago, the the mindset was you don't do anything but ice for the first couple of days. And then you can introduce some heat and then it's heat later on after something becomes a chronic problem. There's been a lot more research showing that that doesn't really hold, hold true. And <clears throat> unless you have an acute inflammation, if you have a knee, sir, if you have a knee replacement and you come home the next day and put a heating pad on it, probably not the best idea. The ice you're going to have for some swelling and things like that, but a store back, Ice or heat, like I, I am not a fan of heat myself. I put ice on everything, whether I hurt something today or hurt it in three weeks or it hurts for three. I, I use ice for everything. I've got some people that can't handle ice and they do just as well with heat the day they could come get in the car from the golf course with their backs hurt and turn on their heat seat, the seat heater 
and that works just as just as well for them. But staying loose and limber after you play is going to be one of the best things to prevent something from tightening up, tightening up later. Yeah, I I always talk about uh, like the act of recovery to you know keep moving, walking. You know, there's some of those stretches and movement. And big reason for that, I think, is okay if your back is prone to after the activity to kind of just kind of flare up a little bit. Maybe there's some some inflammation in there, or maybe it's just uh, muscle tightness or or whatever. You know, again, it comes back to everybody has a little bit different issues, but you know. Ice and heat, if it feels good for you, okay. But the big thing I think is that movement to keep things just kind of limber, like you said, pliable, because muscles pump that fluid, right? right. It gets blood flow into the area. So if there's reason you need nutrition, you're going to get it, and it's going to get get rid of all the byproducts from after playing around of golf. All right. So your muscles have um, these byproducts after after activity, and so you're also flushing the system of that as well. So I think that's why uh, exactly what you said. You know just making sure you're doing some movement. I can't remember when I was uh, in undergrad, there were at LSU, there were some lakes and best place to run in the area. And so always a hundred people running the lakes and number of people I'd get into the car, I get to my car and they just hop in the car and drive off. And I'm like, you just ran six miles basically around these lakes and you're just going to hop in the car and walk up, like drive away. I'm like, that blows my, that blew my mind. Like you're, you're going to be tight and, and stiff. And like you said, um, about, about the marathon, which I would never run a marathon myself, but, you know, <laughs> but I can understand that. And, and so I think the round of golf, you know, I think that warm up is it's almost taboo. You never see anybody kind of, you really doing a whole lot of movements to kind of warm up before they go and play around. You might hit some balls. Um, that's not uncommon, but, and then afterwards, I don't think I've ever seen anybody do any kind of stretches afterwards, at least not on the course. So yeah. maybe they do it at home. I don't know, but it's almost taboo in the, in the golf world, it seems. Yeah. Um, well, any last tidbits that you want to add here? So a lot of a lot of the reason that um, people talk about their back locking up after they play golf, and you know, I I can't play golf, I can't play golf two days in a row because I'm so sore and stiff the next day. A lot of that doesn't have to do with the golf itself, except for the fact that golf is all they do. They're not doing anything else. You're not doing any cross training, strength conditioning, other regimented flexibility and training routines. And if all you do is golf, then that you're only, your body is going to get used to that. And anything else you do, you know, life, you go back to do golf, you're going to have, you're going to have some problems. Even, you know, the guys and the guys and gals on the tour, they do Pilates and yoga and weight training. And I mean, I've seen some of these programs are pretty, they're pretty crazy with dynamic stability and a, a, a weight over here standing on a trampoline and somebody's throwing a ball at them and they're working all kinds of stuff. Uh, swimming is probably swimming and bike riding are probably one of the best cross training things for golfers. Um, especially the uh, retired crowd that has a little, you know, extra time besides golf, not just a weekend warrior that goes out and plays on the weekend. Typically that's not where we see a lot of the injuries. A lot of them are the uh, retired crowd and <clears throat> doing some swimming or some bike riding that's non-taxing on the joints. You still get some good muscle activity, but you don't have as much pressure on the joints and as much 
compression through the muscles, you get to relax and loosen through some of that stuff. It works just getting in the pool and just swimming around. You don't have to go and be in a master swim class and, you know, swim 5,000 yards in a, a morning. Um, but doing something besides golf is going to make your golf better, whether that's yoga, Pilates, go, just going for walks is good too. Um, but doing something besides just playing golf, that's not going to make anything better and can lead to other problems. Yeah, I think that that, that's, that is huge. Um, you know, I feel like in everybody was supposed to talk about uh, mobility or, or whatnot. I don't want to tighten my hips or tighten my shoulders or something along those lines. But um, and yes, those can be problematic. But I think a lot of it does come down to, OK, what are you doing with the rest of your time in your life? You know, golfing's healthy for you. You're getting out, you're walking around, you're you're moving around. That's great. But are you doing other things in life to kind of make that more your body a better at doing that, I guess is what I'm getting at. So, you know, like you said, that strength training, I think is huge. I see a lot of, a lot of progress when you start getting somebody that hasn't really lifted, um, you know, on a regular basis and you say they start doing it on a regular basis, they see a huge change because then they're getting better stability, generating more power, you know, you're more resilient in that aspect. So I think that's, that's huge. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, we're coming up on that 30 minutes. So I'll try to keep these pretty, Sure. 30 minutes or less. Um, thank you so much for your time, Damon. Uh, yeah. Great tips. Hopefully you guys found this helpful. If this was helpful, comment below here. Uh, we're going to keep doing this. We've got a couple other ones lined up with some other therapists that, that I'll be uh, interviewing. But Damon, before before we let you go, um, what if somebody wants to get reach out to you, ask you a couple questions, what's the best way to do that? Uh, sure. Probably my uh, email, which we can we can put in here later. It's uh, hstherapywellness.com um, or my Facebook page. Uh, I think it's Harbor Springs Therapy Wellness on Facebook. Um, yeah, feel free to reach out. If you know anybody coming up to northern Michigan to play golf needs anything, let me know. But I'm happy to answer questions from anywhere for anybody. Um, more than happy to do that. All right. Awesome. Um, Damon is a member in this group too. So um, if you guys comment below, he, we can just tag him. He'll, I'm sure he'll reach out to you. He's always been good about commenting and reaching out to me and things that I ask questions about. So he's definitely a great resource for you guys. So hopefully you found this helpful. And again, thank you, Damon. You have a yeah, great man. night, everybody. Take care. Do you want to take your fitness to the next level? Join our golf fitness tips Facebook group to learn more about how you can improve your fitness and improve your golf game by upping your potential through mobility, strengthening, and wellness tips. Again, our Facebook group is Golf Fitness Tips. We'll see you there. Have a good one.